0: Have you ever caught yourself unintentionally quelling your child's burgeoning interest in a new subject? It's a question that may stir a bit of discomfort, but it's crucial for us to explore. In our journey to provide the best education for our children, we sometimes, albeit unknowingly, become barriers to their natural curiosity. Let's unpack some common ways we might be doing this and explore how to foster a more organic growth of interest. One, not truly listening. The art of ignoring a spark, picture this. Your child comes to you, eyes gleaming with excitement, ready to share something they've discovered. But in the hustle of daily tasks, we give them half our attention. Our nods and uh uh-huhs don't match their enthusiasm. This subtle dismissal, though unintentional, can be a cold splash of water on their fiery curiosity. Remember, Engagement doesn't require grand gestures. Sometimes all it takes is genuinely listening. Ah, the art of matching enthusiasm. It's more than just good manners. It's a superpower in the realm of communication. Let me break it down for you. Creating connection. When someone shares something with enthusiasm, they're not just sharing information, they're sharing a piece of themselves, their interests, passions, or joys. By matching their enthusiasm, you're essentially saying, I see you, and what matters to you matters to me. This is like laying down bricks to build a bridge of connection. It's about making them feel heard and understood, validates. Imagine you're excitedly telling a story, and the listener is as animated as a statue. Buzzkill, right? On the flip side, when someone mirrors your excitement, it's a confidence booster. It validates your feelings and encourages you to share more. It's like giving a thumbs up to their spirit. Fostering open communication. When you match someone's enthusiasm, you're setting up a warm, inviting atmosphere. It's like saying, your excitement is contagious and I'm here for it. This openness paves the way for more candid and in-depth conversations. It's like opening a door to a garden of richer dialogues. Emotional intelligence. Matching enthusiasm is a sign of emotional intelligence. It shows you're attuned to others' emotions and can respond appropriately. It's not just about mirroring their energy, but also understanding and respecting it. Think of it as a dance where you're in sync with your partner's moves, strengthening relationships. Whether it's with friends, family, or colleagues, showing enthusiasm for what they care about strengthens your bond. It's a way of nurturing relationships, showing you care, and are invested in what brings them joy or excitement. It's like watering a plant. It helps relationships bloom. Positive environment. Enthusiasm is contagious, By matching it, you contribute to a positive, energetic environment. It's like bringing sunshine into a room. It makes interactions more enjoyable and memorable. In essence, matching someone's enthusiasm is about empathy, connection, and building strong, positive relationships. It's a simple yet powerful way to make people feel valued and brighten their day. So, the next time someone shares something with zest, remember, your reaction can be a gift of sorts. 2. The Lesson Plan Trap, Turning Interest into a Chore. Many of us are guilty of this. Your child shows interest in dinosaurs, and instantly, your mind races to convert this into a structured lesson plan. While structuring learning is not inherently bad, it can strip the joy out of discovery. When a child's interest becomes a scheduled task, it might lose its allure. The key? Let their questions guide the learning journey, rather than a predefined syllabus. It's all about fostering autonomy in learning. The idea is to provide a scaffold for learning, offering options and guidance, but ultimately, letting the child steer their journey of discovery. Here's how you can approach it. Offer choices, not directives. Instead of dictating what aspect of sports cars they should learn about, e.g., history, mechanics, design, present a range of topics, and let them choose. This could be as simple as asking, what about sports cars excites you the most, the speed, the design, or the technology behind them? Encourage questions. Stimulate their curiosity by encouraging them to ask questions. What do they wonder about sports cars? Maybe it's how fast they can go, how they're made, or who designs them, let their questions be the guide, rather than a predefined lesson. Three. What's next? Syndrome. Distracting from the moment in. Our effort to keep things moving, we often rush our kids from one activity to the next, barely giving them time to delve deeper into their current interests. This constant forward motion can make children feel like their interests are just pit stops rather than journeys worth exploring. Pausing and allowing them to immerse in their newfound passions can make a world of difference. Four, overwhelming with information, the floodgate dilemma. There's a fine line between feeding curiosity and overwhelming it. In our enthusiasm to support their interest, We might bombard them with too much information or resources. This deluge can be daunting for a young mind, turning excitement into exhaustion. Instead, consider drip feeding information, allowing them to savor and digest each piece. 5. Critiquing their interests, the shadow of judgment. Sometimes, without realizing it, we may pass judgment on their choice of interest. Phrases like, that's nice but wouldn't you rather learn about something more useful, can be disheartening. It's crucial to remember that the value of learning lies not just in the content, but in the process of exploration and the skills developed along the way. Embracing Organic Learning. A Path Forward. As minimalist homeschoolers, our goal is to nurture a learning environment that values depth over breadth and quality over quantity. This means stepping back and allowing our children's interests to unfold naturally. It's about being present, not just physically, but emotionally and intellectually. It's about celebrating their curiosity, guiding without governing, and learning alongside them. In conclusion, our role is to be the facilitators of our children's education, not the director's. By recognizing and avoiding these common pitfalls, we can create a fertile ground for their interests to grow organically, nurturing a lifelong love for learning.